Hello, and welcome to Final Show Films. Thank you all for tuning in. Uh, I'm John, the executive producer here, and I just want to let you know that uh, we appreciate you watching, and all of those of you that support us financially and just by having a good time here and chat with us. Uh, particularly, we want to thank our $25 tier supporters on Patreon, uh, which are Rowan Parker, Drevian Alexander, Samantha Bates, Catwater Flame, and L. Thank you all very much for your support over the years. It's meant a lot to all of us. We appreciate it. And now I hope you sit back, relax, and enjoy. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Stardust RPG on Trails of Stardust. I am William, and I am your game master for this fifth edition science fantasy campaign. Joining me today, we have Jeremy. Hi, I'm Jeremy. I am playing uh, a Kindle Fairchild, Aladrin Warlock, and fuck microtransactions. uh oh yes because we've got statements to make uh black lives matter trans rights and human rights uh believe women everything else that i cannot remember right now hey Tim. since we haven't said it in a little bit fuck joss whedon yeah uh, yes uh and craig hi uh i'm playing bees a swarm of nocturne and torch bees who collectively form a swarm keeper ranger and i will add hug a veterinarian because that job sucks ass and is very hard and people are shitty to them yeah oh and because it's very topical right now in light of recent news fuck bobby kotick in particular <laughs> yep <laughs> keep piling uh on. jack hey everybody my name is jack i'm playing till wayland the avian way of the iron path monk eat a billionaire every day it keeps your economy healthy hmm? you ain't wrong john <laughs> i mean that's a lot of billionaire though and they're all stringy and like balls. look they don't care they don't care about throwing out their leftovers you shouldn't care if you finish the entire billionaire could someone get me a macro billionaire i need to know how it's going to fit into my calorie count barbecue barbecue sauce like they again they're like there's there's no meat there's just like tendons tendons aren't barbecue sauce doesn't help that anyways we get it you don't like hot dogs i love hot i love hot dogs they're not we hot know. dogs I didn't mean it like that, Jack, but I appreciate you taking it there. You're welcome. <laughs> Anyways, I'm just, now that I've gotten here, I'm, just, I'm playing Coltarn, the orc artificer, and and Skittlebar, the AI construct. Cody, um, Cody, I'm playing Varush Alrul, the Loxodon Voidkeeper. Fuck! Now you've got. I just, I just, I just in my brain the connection just clicked between Varush and Yishtola now, because her last name is Rule. <laughs> See, I have no idea who you're referencing. Yeah, I know. But yeah, uh, and Holly, don't make me smother you. Hi, I'm Holly. <laughs> Good I'm. I'm Boy, don't challenge me. Um, I'm playing Mistle in Burn Rogue. <laughs> and Camille. Hi, I'm Camille. I'm playing Gideon Eaglin, the avian rogue. And um, 
Teachers deserve more credit. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And more money. Yeah, that too. Yeah. yeah. More, if you're gonna, if you're gonna put us money. in, if you're gonna put us in a, I know, I understand the point of a capitalist dystopia is to keep people undereducated and thus not to fund teachers. But come on, really. I mean, there's also that. But, but you could talk about but, all the things that but, are wrong with the American government right now. But if you're gonna, if you're gonna, if you're gonna use teachers as a glorified daycare, at least pay them better. They're handling your kids for real, straight up. That, that would that would require that they care about kids more than just in words. Anyways, but enough about that. Let's be a D. Anyway, yeah. So when last we left off, uh, the group had arrived on the world of Savarinus and met with the two leaders of the of the the current of the current government um discovered a little bit about the history of the planet and why one of them is currently kind of persona non grata um, but still going on um it's a learned the strange dichotomy between the what looks to be the public hero of General Adano and the public enemy of General Soland working together. Um, and decided that with the information that you got from your conversations with them about the current situation regarding the amount of augmented half-demons and potentially remaining fiends that exist on the planet, particularly in the underground tunnels, uh, that with the knowledge you have of how these were man-made by the previous government scientists, it's likely that there might be some leads within the palace itself, which has sat mostly abandoned for the past several months. Um, So with the permission of Adano and Solan, you intend to get a rest and then investigate the palace itself. And if you don't find anything there, or even if you do, potentially, uh, heading to some nearby entrances to the underground tunnels to try and scour them for fiends and potentially any remaining actors of the previous regime. So we pick up with the rest of you setting down for a rest. Is there anything that needs to happen before you take your long rest? Real quick, uh, has John had a chance? John, have you had a chance to start my armor yet? No. Okay. I don't have the materials. I haven't had the materials for it yet. Right, right. Right, that was it. That's all I need to know. I don't need anything else before we do a rest. I know Jack is currently, or uh, yeah, Till is currently flying out over the wilderness. Yep. And I'm keeping an eye on Kendall. (laughs) Um, If Till doesn't find anything on his flyabout, um, he'll come back, land outside the tavern, and go find... Roll me survival real quick, just to see if you do find anything. Sure. 12. (laughs) So, as you're journeying out through the forest, as you sort of are just keeping an eye on the environment, something hits your your nostrils. Even, Even this high up in the air, you smell decay and like raw flesh how much light do we have left is it after dark already it's yes it is the days are always usually kind of overcast but yeah it's it's getting dark um 
Well, he's got an electric lantern. He's going to click on his flashlight and go have a look. Because he's a smart boy when he's by himself. So you you dive down. Uh, and you sort of land just above where you can where you have the smell. And you find the massacred carcass of a pair of bears who don't seem to have been fighting each other and don't seem to have at all been eaten. Something killed these things with claws and what looks like an amount of energy weaponry and then left them where they lay. Hmm. Do I see any trails either coming to or departing from this carnage? Uh, you, there's a lot of thrashing from the bears, but you're not seeing anything larger than that. Okay. And no particular footprints or anything in the area. It's all churned up from the battle or Yeah, it looks like it looks like it's very largely churned up by the by the fighting that's been happening. Hmm. He will since he's got bird feet, he'll just grab a is this in a forested area or is this yeah, like out in the open? It, okay. It's it's in the middle of the forest. Okay, yeah. He'll like find among the trees. Right. He'll find a perch and just watch for about probably 20, 30 minutes just to see what he can pick up, if anything. But just trying to remain motionless and observant as much as possible. So roll me perception. Oh, okay. 18. So as you're, as you're sitting there and listening, the wind carries a fresh scent of spilled blood from elsewhere. And, you, and as you focus on that, you hear very faintly in the distance what sounds like a an energy discharge like a blaster up and firing and then you hear what sounds like a animalistic roar you're not certain what kind can i pull up a direction on that though with an 18 uh to your east okay he'll kick off and then just fly as fast and quietly as he can eastward then and see because energy weapon discharge <clears throat> usually is Pretty easy to pick out in the dark. Roll stealth. Okay. There we go. Nice. Nat 20 for 27. So with a natural 20, um, you manage to pick out uh, the flash of an energy weapon going off as you as you look around. Um and as you approach, you sort of find a high up position so that you can get a view of it without giving yourself away. Um, and you find yourself looking down at a scene of essential butchery. Um, you see what is the slaughtered remains of some kind of large cat um, and sort of eviscerating it 
almost casually is what looks like it might be a humanoid, <clears throat> but it's wrong. Uh, where you would expect a normal humanoid to sort of carry itself upright and like shoulders spread, you know, wielding a weapon. This thing is hunched forward very far. It has this very spread-legged gait and it's covered in what looks like a uh, like a deep black and uh, azure bodysuit that is hiding most of its features, except for uh, at the end of its feet, there appear to be a set of talons coming off. You can't tell if that's part of its footwear or if it's actually a set of talons coming off of its feet. And then on its helmet, it has this very sleek metal uh, on its head. It has this very sleek metal helmet with a singular red eye that's sort of glowing out of the center of it and wearing a pair of metallic gauntlets that seem to combine massive sets of claws and what looks to be an energy projector in the palm. Okay. As it just rips open this large cat. Does it look like it's eating it or just destroying it? It seems to just be destroying it. it you oh. can't even see where it would have where it would have a mouth to eat. It's probably under the right. helmet. Okay. Is there anything like given we've been there for the the debriefing on the the synthetic demon hybrids and that sort of thing? Um does this sort of match the stories that General Aldana was telling us? Uh or yes, does it seem this, to be this, like this very a much different in, sort of thing. In fact, this, you you sort of get a tweak in your head of Adana very specifically mentioned that a lot of these fiend hybrids were equipped with energy weapons to compensate their innate, like mm -hmm. to compensate their physical prowess at range. Right. Okay. Till's gonna try and quietly shadow this thing see if he can figure out where it like if it decides to eventually head for home or or if it's just going to robe and murder things all night does it so, look like something he could go one-on-one -on -one with or no uh with a natural 20 on your stealth you are definitely able to shadow it for a while um okay the would determining it, would determining relative threat level be like an investigation or what? Uh, yeah, I would say investigation to try and guess its potential. If you were like a battle master fighter, you could just see. do it, but you know, right? Mm -hmm. Well, there goes my inspiration. <laughs> <laughs> I got an eight. <laughs> so, with an eight. We had a conversation once about, you know, relying on each other as a group to make sure that the people that were making specific kinds of important skill roles were people that were best equipped for it. Unfortunately, tilt by himself. Yeah, yeah, until you build us all jetpacks. Like, I, like, I <laughs> like I just said in chat, imagine if this goes wrong. Varush will be keeping an eye on Kendall forever. So, you're not certain. 
uh, based with that with that investigation check, whether or not you could handle this individual by yourself. You do note that as you follow it, it just seems to be kind of roaming aimlessly. Like it'll kill something and then wander off in a completely different direction until it runs into something that gets in its way, kill it, and then wander off in a completely different direction again. As it just sort of picks a direction to wander every time it stops to kill something. Um, and what you are getting from shadowing it for a while is that it moves unnaturally quickly and has a impressive level of athleticism and grace to it. Because aside from its just fierce strength and the energy weapons attached to it, you've witnessed it. Um, I mean, there's no better way to describe it than Matrix dodge things, as if something is coming at it and its body just contorts unnaturally to avoid to avoid strikes. And also, it has this incredible, like, motive capacity where it can either just, like, dive kick at someone from a distance away to knock them prone and just dig at them, or just backflip kick off their chest to build distance um. as it goes. Okay. Also, just quickly, I need to make a correction. Damn it, that's my shtick. Um, just this is a minor correction. Um, Camille, I'm actually I'm two days in on your on your suit. I need three more days to finish it because I built it. I built it half. Oh, cost. I built it half cost, right, William? Yeah, it's fifty gold per day. Yeah, yeah. So I'm 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 a hundred gold into it. It's hundred fifty gold left. Sweet. But yeah, this thing. Right. appears well, to be dangerous. Mm-hmm. You might be able to take it on, especially if you can get it stunned regularly. But it definitely right. looks to be a threat. Yep. Especially okay. considering it has yet well, to really take a meaningful mostly out here to sh- Right. Just everything it runs into, it's just pretty much annihilated fairly quickly. Hmm. To be fair, it's run into wild okay. animals. Like, it hasn't run into, like, right. a person who can fight back in, like, practiced fashion, but it's taken down bears with relative mm-hmm. ease. But still. Right. Yeah. If it can take down a pair of bears, Till's not going to engage on that. Um, so yeah, once he's once he's been around long enough to make those conclusions, he's just gonna let the thing wander off and then take off back towards the city. But what you do, what you do get off of it is it doesn't seem to have any kind of direction. It's right. just kind it's of just wandering running. on murder mm-hmm. mode. Wandering on literally on okay. demon time. <laughs> some, <laughs> in our some some hunter put his pet on aggressive and then just fucked off. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh. Okay. That's what the blood plague does. Yep. I see. All right. So yeah. Back back to the tavern. As, as Jack's internet starts to crap out. Oh, are you guys losing me? Hmm? It's getting a little bit robotic, and your and your screen is freezing up a lot. Tell your partner to stop downloading gotcha. porn. We're we're working on it. <laughs> that was well timed. <laughs> uh, but he'll be heading. He'll be heading back to the tavern. So. So you you make your way back to the tavern. Yep. 
do you re, do you find anyone to share that information or oh yeah no he's gonna do a report in first thing hmm. i'm just sitting at the table still we can like have like a have like a large motorized like chest piece on the front that i'm currently not really caring that there are people in here that might be watching or staring because of the noise i'm just currently hammer you know, punching wing holes into the back of it <laughs> Nice. With a with a chisel. Ollie, do you remember what Bees and Mistle were doing? I know they got food. Okay. I Chris, don't know we're if they're doing things beyond that. We're probably still out in the common area then, right? I would assume. Okay. Getting would you be hanging out with us? He is muted. Yes, yes, I would. Okay, cool. So, so yes, we'd be out there. Okay. And I assume Farouk and Kendall are still hmm. where we left him. Hmm. Probably. Unless, unless, Kendall, unless Kendall decided to go somewhere. Yeah. I don't remember where we were, so sure, we are right where we were. Okay. In so the yeah. tavern at a table. So, yeah. Till will just slip in, keeping as low a profile as he can, um, and then just pull up a chair next to Verouge. Hmm. Uh, demon thing in the woods. Hmm. Saw one. Close. Wandering and killing anything it stumbled across. Hmm. Close or far enough away not to worry? About a mile out. Hmm. Was, it like the, bad. was it like the ones that tried to jump us when we got out of the ship? No, these had, this one had guns. Hmm. Oh. It was a slight sigh from Baruch. <laughs> um, Energy blasters on the palms. It was mostly running across local wildlife, but anything that was big enough for it to notice, it just murdered quite handily, I might add. What so, is not headed this way. Jasira Jamiroquai. What's her name? Jasira is still on the ship watching the sword. Jasira is that uh, you've never seen her use one, but you don't know that okay. she doesn't. I just couldn't remember what weapon she used. You haven't seen her use a weapon at all. You've never seen her fight. Okay, um, till, till you summon you... a dragon. <laughs> <laughs> till, were you trying to keep that quiet and just between you and Verush, or was it for the table? It, it Low enough that the rest of the clientele isn't going to hear it, but definitely with that posture of bend forward, kind of low voice. So if you're interested in hearing and you're at the table, you can probably lean in and catch it. Yeah. Okay. Mister will just walk close to his face. Right. Mm -hmm. Well, not... If it's moving randomly, then there's no telling whether or not it is a threat. But... Does it seem like to you like one of the creatures that were described to us earlier? Pretty closely, yes. Hmm. What kind of animals did it kill? Bears, predatory cats, that sort of Bear, thing. Bears are pussies. Sure. Hmm. They are. All right. But um, cats, cats can be bad. I feel like the etymology of that strengthened structure was backwards, but okay. Anyways. No, that's true. I've seen I've seen we some should. real badass cats before. Yeah, I got attacked by one once. Oh my god, really? Yeah. What happened? 
I wanted food. It wanted food. She was food. <laughs> it thought I was food. I bet you told it real quick. We engaged in an epic battle. It was a draw. You didn't eat it? It was no. a tabby cat. Next time. <laughs> you'll, eat it. you'll eat it next time. Just a cage Dude, don't I feel like it was, a how, it was like a house cat. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm imagining. Got in a fight with. Yeah. Like just a stray fight with a cat. Just, just, a, just, a, just a cage match with a stray. Like um, Dobby getting into a fight with a Maine Coon. Yeah, not even a stray. <laughs> like, a, like a domesticated house cat. Right. Collar One of the Aristocats. <laughs> um... Uh, I, either way, I would. My suggestion would be that we go deal with it very quickly. Um, one, so that it doesn't spread this way on its own, and two, it gathers one isolated individual will give us some additional intel on the sorts of enemies we might be facing and the technology used to create them. Well, if anybody here is very good at tracking something through dense forest in the dead of night, we are. I don't believe that. Perhaps it's, I mean, it's true. This time it's true, Till. I mean, to be fair, when you think about it, it it is a hive of bees that has lived on a world that has never known daylight. Yeah, I mean, and tries to he's also consist- but they but they have also consistently claimed to be able to do literally everything. So I mean, <laughs> yeah, rolling the true. statistics on this one, Till does not believe that. <laughs> yeah, he did say this time it's true, Till. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. No, but seriously, he's they're they're really good at tracking. Yeah. I mean, I've played a lot of hide and go seek back at home when it's a very foresty place. How hard can it be? Also, if no it's wandering if it's wandering aimlessly, killing whatever gets in its way, I imagine if we make enough noise, it'll come to us regardless. That's a valid point that's, too. That's one thing that I was thinking as well. If you one of the two three flyers Blew out past for a bit further away and dropped off some sort of explosive. It could draw it that way, or um, I could make a little noisemaker. Or uh, along with that, uh, we could contact uh, O'Donnell. They're they left, haven't they? Yeah, they've gone. We can contact uh, O'Donnell and Solend and let them know that there's a creature within striking distance of their settlements and to let their city guard or their wall watch know at least so they're not caught unaware should it make its way this way if we don't go out tonight i do feel like the information i feel like it's good to warn them regardless in case it gets past us but the um the information we could glean on our potential enemies would be very valuable well, I don't see super well in the dark, so I don't know if we have anything that can mitigate that that's not going to light the entire forest up. And I mean, we are sort of trying to draw attention, but just a thought. Mm-hmm. That um, was the only one you spotted in the area? Only one that I spotted, yes. <laughs> I feel like if there were a number of things scattered about shooting off energy weapons in the dark of night, even not being able to see super well, I would have noticed. But. Well, we could always borrow Aww. some helmets from the local guards. That said, it's probably lonely. I think if it was lonely, it wouldn't murder anything it came across. 
Maybe it just needs a hug. It's been giving several things hugs all night. I mean, that's like... I don't think the, we have the same definition of a hug. It's in the wild. Like, it, it, that kind of... There's not a lot of a hugging going on out there, right? Not unless you're There's a constrictor a of, snake. Like, when you see something... In, when, when you're an animal and you see something in the wild, usually it's 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 a lot of rah rah and... Claw claw. So... It's probably just lonely. I can't tell if you're making this uh, this uh, statement in honestly or just as a joke. Um, honestly, she doesn't know either. <laughs> I I do think that I thought it learned... was honestly, but now I'm questioning myself. <laughs> <laughs> I do think we could learn quite a bit from getting our hands on this creature and dealing with it, but given the trail that it's been leaving behind, if you're comfortable, if you think you know the area, could find the I area where you've last seen it. Get back could, to the general direction, at least. And yes, then... we could do it first thing in the morning. What if, it, what if it's moved on? What if it's come to town? What if it's gone somewhere else by then? That is the, I, that is, it's just the I like till can't see very well in the dark. Well, so the thing is, from at least from what I'm hearing from Till, it's finding targets one by one, which means it's probably not going to head to town. We're as far as not facing it tonight. We're probably safest here. Well, it um, doesn't seem to be proceeding with any particular agenda. It's taking targets of opportunity as it stumbles across them, it looks like. and then Which means the that it still it, wouldn't come to town. Well, from the sounds of it, it moves randomly after it deals with the target. I, I, I pick up I pick up a small um, I pick up a small, like, lug nut and screw and sort of attach them together and then put it down, bolt like, like, bolt side down and spin it. And it just sort of wobbles but it spins. What are the chances that that will point in any given direction when it lands? And I reach it and I just sort of like bump the table and it ping, ting, 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 and just ends up pointing in a random direction. And then Mistel tackles it before it can point in a direction. <laughs> My point proven. Uh, there's no. It telling... didn't point in a direction. I mean, it's there's currently no telling... pointing wherever you landed on it. <laughs> oh. Wherever it goes is entirely by chance. There's no more likelihood it will or won't arrive here. And while it's Could perfectly you... entirely possible that the guards will deal with it, we will, may lose valuable information. Could you make another one of those tracking things? Maybe we could go off and find it, put a tracker on it, and then keep tabs on it that way. Possibly, but that would require getting up close and personal with it. We can do that. I mean, if we're hell-bent on going to fight this thing in the dark, we may as well go now. Maybe also, we should vote on it. Also, I can help with the darkness a little bit. We I can mean, too. you're probably right. Install. Yeah. All in favor of going out tonight? Hand up. Bzz. Is that a yes from Beast? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> 
was excited, excited buzzing. We seem to be outvoted. Regroup and gather in the morning. I head out to the area till last saw it. Bees, you can take over tracking from there. Okay. I will. I will point out we are also going to be going to tour the palace in the morning for investigative purposes. I'm sure we'll have some extra time at some point. Yes, if this creature is as close to the city as, uh, well, at least the last sight, it may be easy enough to find it, deal with it, and get back in time to still later in the day have the tour. Honestly, I don't. Uh, if we're waiting until the morning, I doubt we'll be able to find it in the morning. Things that move. Unnecessarily, it might be easier to track in the morning. I have a fe- I have a suspicion that once it gets done killing whatever's nearby enough that the wildlife has a sense of what's in the area and leaves it alone, it's going to pick a direction, walk until it can't find anything else. And at that, it'll eventually have to sleep, presumably. It's a feat. Mm. Yeah, it's it's. You realize that you've never seen Jasira sleep. <laughs> it's a fiend. Not everything in this. Not everything in this galaxy sleeps, Gideon. In fact, it's yeah, really points points towards Kendall. Huh? <laughs> Do you not sleep? You don't sleep. I sleep. Well, I train, which is sleep, kind of, sort of. A little. And then I it's point sleep. towards Tolbar. It's sleep-esque. Tolbar's not alive. Well, it depends on your definition of alive, scare Tolbar says. It's not says. breathing. Yeah, but, okay, but <laughs> Tolbar is a breathing. sentient machine. Like, that's not the same thing. And these fiends are sentient, basically, energy. Outside of Zaheim. Huh. Well, oh, in that case... So the plan is... is Sorry, my, my one more question. Is this thing as important as what's in the palace? Or do we think this thing is as important as what's in the palace? Definitely not. It's, it's something more, it's... we're going to have to deal with, though. But, yeah. Then I think rest is more important now, considering we have people who are going to need that rest more than others. No, it's, it's but not... then we're going to do the fun thing first and then the boring thing later, right? To be clear, I don't Prioritize think. These. To be clear, I don't think the I don't think the creature dealing with the creature is necessity in any is a necessity in any sense. If we don't deal with it, the trained soldiers will. I'm simply thinking that it would be a valuable source of information. I'd rather I'd rather I'd rather walk into a den full of fiend hybrids with information than without. And if we don't find a laboratory or extensive notes hidden in the palace somewhere, we may have lost the ability to get some additional information as to how these things are kitted out. May have, again, randomness. It might just spin in a circle all night. But the odds are equally good that we never find it again. Does that change anyone else's vote? Okay. Well, I guess it doesn't matter. The decision has been made. Consequences <laughs> have been issued. Uh, we will warn 
uh, send out the message to warn yeah. the wall mm-hmm. that there's a creature with a mile or two rough direction. Yeah, they'll 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 make sure that the the patrols are extra um, attentive tonight to keep an eye out. Hey guys, not that this is any of our business, but there's a demon about a mile outside the wall in generally that direction. <laughs> cool. But like it could come at the town from literally any direction if it decides to come here, just for the record. So, so you won't get a long rest. Like make yourselves look particularly, you know, appetizing. Yes, y'all get a long rest. <clears throat> and you all awaken in the morning. Are you going hunting or heading to the palace first? Hunting, hunting. Yeah, hunting. it'll take. It's the bees. We'll see how long it'll take for the palace to be prepared because apparently they wanted to set things up for us. In the meantime, perhaps our flyers can go see if they can locate the creature. I think that's a good idea. Yeah. So, okay. While they Let's do, do it. that, um, I have fine vehicle prepared. That only, it, and I realize that it only lasts eight hours. It's not permanent like uh, fine steed. Um, so we have three. That's rough as a non-ritual caster. Well, it it automatically, like, fine steed is a vehicle, is a, is a mount just for you where fine vehicle is like, that's fair. Here's something that carries a bunch of people. Yeah. Cause that's, if, if those two are going to be flying up above, we can follow them. I'll, I'll make like a, an off-road truck that we can follow underneath them with and lead the city that way. That's fair. How long do you think we were going to be between the two things? It'll depend on if they can f- even find the creature. Well, as, as to the investigation, I'm not certain. It seems like a large structure from outside, but who knows? It might I mean, be how long, facades. How long are you going to be looking for? Well, long enough to be comfortable saying there's nothing there. Yes, if it looks like it's been moving away from the city, I think we can turn back after uh, a couple hours. Oh, I would agree with that, yeah. Uh, Okay. Is there something? No, I was just saying I could fly, but only for about 20 minutes. Well, if we get near it, you could use that to help locate it. More eyes up above is better than... Okay, I can go with that that side then. Cool. But in the truck until we get near the site? Okay. All right. All right, well, let them take all, all right. ahead. We'll go check with We'll go check with Solus and follow after. I may want to also check in with our Sarheim expert. Mm-hmm. Correct. Just but so. I'll be on comms for whatever we find. Hmm? And so will I. I don't have a comm. 
We're going to need to fix that at some point. I'll stay near you guys. How much does a comm cost, William? Uh... Uh, two gold. Planetary yeah. is 15. <laughs> Considering that I make 50 gold worth of crap a day, can I just, like, hammer one together really quick? <laughs> I mean, it would take a few hours. Like, it's not a thing that you can just throw together. Okay, I'll do it, it in the car. It needs to be a missile-sized one. Can we buy one? Uh, this is probably one of the few places in the galaxy we can't buy one. Uh, that's a good point. They're still operating. They're still operating on car on, on like car phone technology. Uh, <laughs> we have a car. We do have a car. <laughs> Mistel's on the other end of that of that particular connection, though. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So, I I guess that then to to vocalize the plan firmly then. That yep. the idea mm -hmm. is that our flyers will go out ahead. The rest of us will check in with Solus about what the plans are for the day, and then follow after. Yeah, and Sounds I'm good. going in a vehicle of some kind with the flyers. Yeah, the vehicle. I thought you were in the vehicle with us until we got to the site. And he then... absolutely under misunderstood that. <laughs> <laughs> I can't make flying vehicles yet. <laughs> I mean, I feel like when they start flying, she's just going to get out and start following them on foot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if, if Till sees that happening, he'll stop. Hey, you're already like... gone flying. Yeah, no, okay. Baruch, Baruch <laughs> would be like, hey, hey what, what? Huh? When we get to where the dead bodies that it was killing, then we can then you can fly and start looking. We can get out now and start walking. Oh, and Kendall was never seen again. <laughs> I mean, if you'd like, it's it's quite a bit of a walk, Kendall. I don't know if you'd like to make that on foot. That's true. I don't want to break. Okay, sure. That's a fair point. That is an ab good point. Good thinking out, Goltarn. It's not like I only, I only brought like three pairs of shoes, so. And we'd hate to break the heels on any of them. Exactly. Mm. He gets back in. <laughs> <laughs> so we're checking in with Solus first. Solend. Solend. This is an Inquisition. <laughs> <laughs> so you you find Marcus. Uh you're directed by some of his guards to where he's sort of gearing up uh a group of soldiers who are about to head into the palace. Uh, Marcus General. Ah, yes, adventurous. That's oh. nice. Yes. Yes. Um was there any word about the creature that had been spotted outside the walls? We haven't seen it. Mm. Our guards were diligent, but did not see any sign of it getting close. We were thinking about going to do a quick scan of the area it was last seen and then returning before heading into the palace. Do you have any idea how long it'll take for preparations for us to go inside? We just want to do a quick sweep of the place. You have a few hours. Okay. 
Then we will take care of that and return here. Hopefully you'll be done by the time we get back. Good fortune. And to you as well. Turn, look. Do you know how to drive this, Farouche? Yes. Good. <laughs> Wouldn't summon it if I didn't. <laughs> Hang on. Doesn't the spell literally give yeah, you proficiency yeah, with it? Give, yeah, it gives me proficiency with it. Ah. Yeah, there's what you've there's give, what it. you've done is a uh, link to the PDF. <laughs> yep. Well, yeah, I tried uh tried copy and pasting it, did not format correctly, and I did not want to spend the time to fix it. Fair. <laughs> um so yeah, drive respectfully through town and then as soon as we hit the gates, just slam on the gas. Slam on the gas. <laughs> So, so in the car is me, Tolbar, Kendall, Varush, and Bees. Correct. Because flying is still getting into Mistal. The bees not flying. Bees can't fly for that long. Okay. <laughs> yep. Bees can fly for that long. The armor that houses them cannot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We we yeah we that's true. We fly all day. We just can't do it you know, away from the hive for that long. We get lost gotcha. and dizzy. <laughs> and, and also, can't lift the hive. Not yet. I think next level I can. Oh, boy. We get a flight speed soon. Nice. Anyways. So, yeah, I, I, uh... I also get a flight speed next level. Isn't that interesting? <laughs> Uh, as soon as we Almost like it's balanced that way, are on Sorry. our way out, I'll ping uh, the community, the com for uh, Till and um, Gideon. Say that we're on our way. So directions would be nice. So cutting, cutting, cutting away from that for a minute. Let's go over what you guys have found. Okay. <laughs> Nothing. Roll me a survival check, real quick, just to see how long it takes you to find this trail. Uh, who's got the highest survival rating? Because <laughs> mine's think, four oh, of the of the, of the three flyers. Hmm? Mine is the same as yours. Okay. So... And uh, I will check. I will. Miss Bill is currently dealing with a child, so I will check. Right. Yep. Mm. Almost like you should have brought the ranger. <laughs> you can't fly. If the ranger could fly, you could carry me. Be, don't be lazy. Uh, missiles is only plus two. Okay. You want to make it with advantage then, Camille? Oh, you know, I didn't even think about advantage. Anytime so, yeah. Camille has rolled with advantage, that's been a bad play. Right. This one wasn't too, too bad. 18. Hang on, I have to reload my roll 20 real quick because it was freaking out. I was requesting that I log in whenever I tried to open someone's character sheet. Sure, so with an 18 I'll... yeah that's Richard uh, what I'm sorry did I need to roll something no we were just checking survival survival modifiers okay uh, so with an 18 uh, Gideon you're searching for a bit and then you get a very clear indicator 
that this thing is nearby. As you find yourself, you travel a little bit away from the forest and find yourself on one of the main roads leading to the city. And you find the remains of what looks to have been a caravan. Hmm. Nice. As you as you get close, you find a pair of dead horses and about a half dozen adults, some men, some women, all butchered. Wow. Does it look like they put up a fight? There several of them have weapons in hand, but these are not anywhere near the level of the people from the city. These are people who are wielding like medieval style long swords and spears like weapons to chase away like small predators and and animals not anything of Weapon, weapons that would being. weapons that would be suitable for fighting a bandit right or a bear not a right. half fiend super soldier right All right. Um, this okay. thing's officially well, named Demon Steve Rogers. <laughs> um. All right. Well. Well, first of all, I'm going to tell Till that, like, what I found. Are we? Are we flying close to you're, each other? You're, you're presumably flying together, so you you find yeah, it so as yeah, a group. We would all find okay. it together. Yep. Um, Stoll's there too. Yep. Cool. Um, well, can we discern a direction that it went after this? The bodies are relatively fresh. They've only been laying here for a couple of hours. So, um, based on that survival check, it's sort of wandered off somewhere in a direction that is further down the road you can sort of see the the blood splatter of its of its footprints on the road as it sort of wanders off about southeast-ish towards or away from the town are we about to hit a bump away it's 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 wandering away from the city itself it's going further down the road away roosh got it (laughs) Uh, so i'll report that back over comms and, and that's about and that's about when that yeah as you as you're finding that scene is about when Varush comes towards you to see what's going. Mistel, on. can you check for survivors? See if anybody's still alive down there. It's unlikely, but okay. Mister will check for any signs of life. Roll perception, and Till will start at the other end and sort of try and meet her in the middle. Hmm. So as that as that report comes over the radio. Oh, sorry, I still had advantage on. So. <laughs> Six. You don't find any signs of life. You do find that they apparently had been a caravan bringing food into the city. They had what looks to be a variety of fruits and vegetables to bring into town. No one's alive. I was afraid of that. This... Is this our fault? Could this have been prevented if we went out last night to find it? That is a very slippery slope that we do not go down. I'm already Yeah. There's no guarantee that we would have been able to find this thing. None of us can see in the dark. 
And there's certainly no guarantee um, that we would have caught up to it before then. I, I can see in the dark. Four of us can see in the dark. Oh. <laughs> there's no guarantee well, that our efforts would have stopped this. No. Gideon is correct in this case. When I said none of us, I was talking about the three of us who fly. I can see in the dark. I didn't know that. (laughs) Gideon questions some of the choices he's made over the last couple weeks. I mean, there's also that. (laughs) (laughs) This is Uh, not our fault. The blame for this lies at the hands of the people who made this thing. Okay. So, after the report comes through the communicator, Coltarn just clicks it on. Well, we found out which direction it fell. Random chance. Can uh, I guess... We... Can you tell which direction it's going? Yes, uh, southeast, away from town. We're on the way. Wait for us. Roger, roger. We'll be there. You're on a much faster vehicle. The uh, the it doesn't take it doesn't take long for for the off road vehicle to make it. Watch me hit the sweet jump. Um, in the <laughs> meantime, <laughs> did did this caravan have any have any tools with it? Mm. It looked to it looked like they they were mostly just merchants and guards. Uh, right. They they didn't seem to have anything but the but the goods they were bringing, which appears to have mostly been fruits and vegetables from somewhere. Okay. probably some Is farming there, community down the road. They don't. Any of their, do um, they even have a shovel? <laughs> they have swords and spears and a little bit of armor and some whatever the coin currency of this of this planet is. Okay. Mm-hmm. They have like hammers to fix. They have the tools necessary to fix a to fix a wagon if it breaks down. Okay, which is not included. Nope. Tools. Does not. Nope. Mm-hmm. Till's just going to start setting, gathering bodies, and clearing the roadway then as best he can. Hmm? I said it's about about a half dozen uh, individuals. Uh, real quick. <laughs> yeah, I found it this morning. Um, real quick before we. Go on. Um, the food that they were carrying, does any of it seem to still be like intact? Like, or has their have their supplies been ransacked? Or nope, their supplies are well, slightly jostled. A couple of them are a little bit bloodstained based on where someone was murdered at, but they haven't like been gone through or anything. Cool. Uh, real quick, um, the vehicle that they're uh, coming in—is it like just a? transport or is there any storage basin it's not got a, it's got some but not a lot and it's a mm. like a wagon of some sort you were saying right with the horses and whatnot yeah mm-hmm. how far away from town are we i mean for the vehicle like 20 minutes all right um do we have common information for the the people in town yeah like guards okay so i'm gonna uh uh, contact the guards or you know somebody in town, whoever we can get, and let them know about this, and let them know that the the food is here. But they should probably send, you know, some sort of 
trained outfit to go with whoever picks it up in case they get ambushed. And you get you get confirmation from one of the guard dispatchers that they'll send out a retrieval unit. And they'll also they'll also pick up the bodies for proper burial. Yeah, there's there's about a half dozen individuals here. Um, what looks to be two humans, uh, a pair of orcs, and one halfling and one. Uh, why am I forgetting the name? Uh, one troll. I will report all of that best I can. Like I'll give them as much information as I can, so they know exactly what they're looking. Sorry, I know minute troll. Sorry. There we go. <clears throat> no, we arrive. Yeah, and the rest of you arrive in the vehicle. <clears throat> All right. Uh, is that did were they would they have been able to get the wagon off the road, or with with, with tail and Gideon and Mistle? The three of them are not the strongest people. <laughs> Baruch, let's move this off the road at least so it's not an impedance. All right. <laughs> Go the suspension in the truck noticeably lifts as all three <laughs> characters get out. Yes, as Baruch, Coltar, and Tolbar get out. It just goes... <laughs> it's sitting like a foot higher than it was previously. Yeah. <laughs> We'll go. We'll go move the cart off the road so it's not in the way of other carts that might come by. The three of you push it off to the side. I I think I'm. Am I muted? No, you're no, good. we can hear you not now. Okay, yeah, I think I may have been before. Um, uh, bees is looking around to see if they can see any wildlife. In the vicinity, you don't see any like immediately around. Okay. Uh, bees, do you want to look at these tracks and see if you can figure out where this thing's headed? Okay. Yeah, we'll do that, and we we will also see if there's anything, um, any wildlife, anything around. Woo, doggy, twenty four. So with the twenty four, immediately you're able to find the trail that the rest of them had a vague idea of and like it as they're all looking for the ground for like footprints you you also notice that as it walks it sort of wanders and tilts into the woods and you can tell because there are points where it just kind of casually with a claw scraped a furrow in a tree as if just it enjoys the casual inflicting of damage okay i will point that out um anything anything around that's had its nest wrecked up there's definitely like a few bird's nests that have been like fallen to the ground as limbs were chopped by a random hand as it walked by, but you can't find any sign of the birds themselves. Okay. Um, so, so they weren't killed. It just has sort of strolled through and scared them off. It's, it would seem. Yeah. They definitely do have fled. You don't see any like bird corpses anywhere. Okay. All right. Let me know if that changes. And we know it doesn't eat things when it kills them. So, Right. Looks like it's this way. All right. We will start heading along the tracks. Do we want uh, to the rest of the group? Do we want to be quiet or draw it to us? 
I feel that if we can find a position where ground will be to our advantage, baiting it into a, our own ambush as best we can might be wise. I could agree with that, especially because if we just try to catch up to it, then it, there's a good chance it realizes we're trying to catch up to it and it ambushes us. <laughs> And as I was shadowing it last night, those palm blasters that it has, they weren't like artillery level scale or anything. It's not. No, they seem to be right. like personal scale weapons. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is it is it equally overcast today? That's sort of a perpetual thing on this. Yeah, planet, it's, just, right? it's just a thing on this planet because of the the well for this the cloud of debris in orbit. Got it. Okay. Like even when there's no clouds in the sky, it's just kind of overcast. What is what is the visibility like? I guess uh, maybe from a mechanical standpoint, does it count as low light or? It's still it's still full light. It's not like Nocturna that like actively never sees a full day. Like okay. it's perpetually dim light on Nocturna or just absolute darkness. Um, it's still full light. It's just like you know you've been outside on an overcast day. You can see everything just fine. There's just no sign of the sun. Sure. I, I just wanted to get a metal picture. Okay. Thank you. Um, well, so unless unless anybody stops them or unless we find something more significant, bees are just following that, along the trail. In that case, um, similar split flyers ahead us on the ground. We'll walk that way. We're not catching up too fast. Yes, and if you spot it ahead of us, uh, you should be able to pick out any if there's any spot to ambush it as well. So don't draw over, it back to us. Don't overextend yourself. Yeah. Well, yes, it might, it, it might ambush us, but we are a larger group together than an individual going out of their way to try to find something small. Mistel hasn't been paying attention to any of this. She's still sitting next to like two of the bodies, like kind of trying to hold the hand of one of them. I'm gonna. Go over to Mistel. Sit down next to her. Mistel. She'll look up at you. Good time. It's sad what happened here. Mm-hmm. But we need to make sure it doesn't happen again. Okay. They need a proper burial. They'll get it. Their people are on the way. Okay. Well, let's go get it before it wanders into someone else. All right. Point toward telling Gideon. Go off with them. Find it. Okay. She will take off. Stand back up. Gideon's with her. Now, are you guys following bees or going off ahead of bees? Uh, we're going to go ahead of bees in the air to try to see if we can spot up in the air. Okay. And see if they can spot some, like a, a good spot for an ambush while bees is following it. Hill's going to try and be in a place where he can sort of, he's probably going to be uh, over top of bees, trying to keep an eye on everybody as the kind of aerial link. Aerial coordination. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm gonna have my laser bow out. Mm. I just 
as I, as I as I sort of walk back towards the rest of the group and begin to follow towards B, is just reach up and adjust uh, some of the cording on the arm and just flex the arm a little bit. There's a <laughs> discharge of electricity as the taser gauntlet activates. So Gideon and Mistel roll me perception. Uh, Till roll me. Uh, Coordination. Insight. I don't know. Uh, Honestly, yes. Roll me insight. Oh, okay. Cool. Something I actually am good at. 21. (laughs) Cool. So, Taylor, you're doing a decent enough job of keeping everybody coordinated so that nobody's, like, getting completely cut off from the rest of the group. Seeing moments moments when someone wants... Seeing moments when someone wants to pull off and then just kind of calling them back a little bit and making sure they don't get too far away. With a twenty with a twenty-eight perception, Gideon, um you do find what looks to be a open clearing, uh, which strikes you as probably better terrain for fighting this thing than anywhere in the middle of Dense Forest. Uh, and it's all, away there... from the road. Are there any, um, is, is there somewhere that I can perch um, within that clearing or, you know, on the outside of that clearing so that I can be able to set myself up? Yeah, you can definitely find like a perch on the edge of it. Cool. All right. Uh, then I will call that back and report as much information as I can, as much information as I think is pertinent and useful um, as far as like why I think this is a good place. So, Ian relays to all of you that he's found a good clearing that looks like a spot that's away from the road and not in the middle of dense forest where this thing can get to drop on anyone. Like, there's some trees around, but there's a good amount of open space. We have a few of us prepare on the edges of the clearing. Um, The remaining flyers see if they can possibly get an eye on it or we could start making noise to draw it this way actually um i i think i have the perfect tool to do such a thing but i don't know i've never tried it in a wooded area so i don't know how well the noise will travel i was thinking can miss fairchild could just scream that could probably work as well that beans would, that would beans put, that's that would i would i feel the need to point out that that would put Kindle in the middle of an open field by herself, screaming for a fiend to come eat her. Yes, but I'm assuming the thing is not capable of simply translocating itself directly on top of her instantaneously. We'll be able to modify that situation before anything happens. You did say it was preternaturally fast and has blasters in its hands. Also, she won't be alone and in the middle. She right. can just scream. It's fairly sorry, Kendall. You're fairly loud. Sandy, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, real you. shit is real. Like she's loud. I don't look um, We could hide all around Kendall in the middle of the field. With that as well. Based on where Bees is indicating it to be, could you find us a roundabout path to get to the clearing Gideon is in? Certainly. 
so that we don't run into it before we get to the clearing. Shouldn't be too difficult. Let's do that first. Get there first, then, then determine how we're going to drag it out. Right then. Does it seem like we're getting close to it? Sorry. Yeah, you definitely seem to be gaining ground. Was Mister with Gideon? Yes. Okay. okay. Then at this point, she's just sitting on his shoulder. I like the idea that, you know, Gideon's flying, you know, kind of Superman style, but with wings and Mistel's just between his shoulder blades like she's riding a dragon or something. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's like the never ending story. Right, exactly. Is, is Gideon is Falcor. Really yeah. Yes. Yeah. It, and and Mistel is a very, very sad bastion. <laughs> it's just, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> And yeah, like from from what Gideon, Our not test. Gideon, from from what Till, from what Till saw of the last night, this thing does not like. It doesn't seem like it's in a hurry to get anywhere. It's just kind of taking a staggering gait to go places. Yeah, so it should be easy enough for us to get around. Say that as I'm in ceramic armor. <laughs> <laughs> it's it, going around, not it doesn't. It doesn't seem to move fast until it finds prey. Then it moves <laughs> fast. But yeah, Till will try and navigate everybody from the air to the clearing. Assuming we get there, okay? Yes. So go Um, ahead and pick your your spots. Pick your location. Do we have an idea of where in relation to this clearing the, the thing is? It's somewhere, like, on this map, south. Okay, so it'll be coming from the south. Yeah. Uh, is what that is, road, the... is that road actually there, or no? It's more of, like, a dirt path. It's not actually a road. Okay. Like, it's not It's not the road that people pass through. It's just kind of like a faintly beaten path from... A little, little, little game trail. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Actually. Uh... I'm going to go here and put Tollbar here. That way we have, no matter which direction it comes from, we have a pincer movement. And Till's up a tree. And then he'll lean over. Miss Fairchild, would you like to be off the ground or on the ground? Uh... If I can climb. I can give you a hand if you like. Oh, sure. So, it'll give you advantage on your athletics, I guess. Or whatever. Hey, you got 11. Climb a tree. Yep, you're able to climb. Varush, you're sitting like literally where I had the token for the monster on the GM layer, and so I just saw your name with the monster's face over it. Surprise, <laughs> guys! I've lured you all out here. He was the imposter all along. <laughs> yes, yeah, Varush, are you gonna? I'm not talk? lost in the woods with you. You're lost in the woods with me. So, Varush, everyone has gotten into ambush spots. 
I, I moved my token several times. <laughs> I was going to say, was Kendall going to stay on the ground or was she going up yeah, a tree? Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, Varusha's on the ground. Here, I'll do this. There. <laughs> <laughs> I found it again, didn't I? <laughs> nope. Nope. Okay. So. I thought you just moved it. <laughs> So, um, the group of you get into your positions. How are you going to try and attract its attention? Signal up to Kendall. Oh, wait, that was real? I I thought you wanted to be involved. (laughs) (laughs) I thought you were joking. (laughs) I'm sure we can do something else. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. But if you want to, this one's up to you. She takes the deepest breath she can. (laughs) I apologize to those people who are within five feet of her. (laughs) I ready ready my bow for the first snapping twig that comes from the ground level. And she screams as loud and long as she can, and it's a thing. I've readied my gun and my fist. We'll see which one hits first. All right, so I'm going to clear the initiative tracker. Everybody roll me initiative. Uh, that's way too small of a circle for spiked growth, Craig. 19 uh, for two. Is it a 20-foot radius or circumference? I can't remember. I mean, radius. Radi- radius. Yeah, 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 half the size. Might not want to do that when several of us are going to be in melee. Uh, yeah, uh, like I've said before, nobody's had the tactics talk with bees yet. So guess what? Bees, you need to pick up your Legos. Y'all are up in trees, right? Nope. Some of us are, but most of us are not. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe and not Coltar most of us. are very explicitly on the ground. <laughs> yep. At least... Bruce, can you scoot, like, just a little? Roll 20's being stupid, guys. Give me... There you go. Thank you, Varush. Just step back as I notice the grass just out from the center out, just start to... There's just a little ripple running through it. Just a little one. Ooh, that'll do. Oh, yeah, initiative. That's the thing I should roll, isn't it? It'll sort of do. Good solid 10 there. Well, that should be a 13, not a 14. I think that might be my first high initiative roll this campaign. Who are we missing? I think we're just missing... Just me, because 
stuff. Oh, and Gideon. Let me. There we go. Sorry, what? Uh, initiative. Uh, yeah, my, my uh, roll twenty was being stupid. I'm, I'm re reloading. Reloading. Oh, I, do I um refreshed like three times and it wouldn't let me click on my token to be able to do all this. We'll use we'll use wander initiative rules. I'll just play out a series of cards. Yeah. To determine who goes from there. Well, if you keep having trouble, let me know and I can roll for you. Come on. I think I was getting ready to tell a lie. Like, I think I got it. And now I think I need you to roll for me. All right. Well, one sec. Gideon. Why the fuck are you doing this again? Fucking. Why is Roll20 telling me to log in to open someone's character sheet? Probably the same reason it's not letting me click my token. So. All right, now then. Initiative. 14 for Gideon. Oh, my goodness. You know what? I'm about to lose my shit on real funny. Yeah. But as you all prepare yourselves and as Kendall lets out a scream that sends birds flying in distress. Somewhere on the other side of the planet, a dog has just randomly started barking. Right. <laughs> um, you start to hear the sound of dirt being pounded and wood cracking. And very well done, Miss Fairshot. Thanks. At the top of the initiative order, individual <laughs> arrives. As he rushes five, ten, and sees people, see what his target priority looks like. I'm like, we're like 15 feet up a tree, right? Mm. Okay. I don't know if you can see. There's there. You can't. You probably can't tell because you have sight on everything. Um, there is a tree. Yeah, there. there yeah, there's and... a tree between Tolbar. You can't see Tolbar, but yeah, you can more easily see Coltarn and Verush, though. So he takes a step in, not realizing that it's a spiked growth. Wee. Should I go ahead and roll? Yeah, go ahead and roll. Uh, roll 44, because he takes two, two shifts in. Okay. I don't know why that didn't do it twice. Hold on. Five. And five, another so five. Ten. So ten. Good. Realizes what's going on underneath him. Sort of runs forward, feels the ground sort of stabbing into his feet, looks down, looks up, looks across at Varouche. My held action go up. Yep. Fire. 
Do I also get to shoot? Ah, <laughs> damn it! <laughs> Hang on. Oh wait, do we all? Can we all have held actions or no? Dude, he's the only one who called it. So I, yeah, I, gotcha. did, I, I did say I had uh, my yeah, gun ready to too. shoot. I said I had my gun ready to shoot and my fist ready to punch, whichever became more relevant first. <laughs> and you can also it. fire. It matrix dodged my laser bolt. Right. Uh, That's my story. Good story. Was a 14 hit? That also misses. <laughs> So it, it, it runs into this clearing, stepping, stepping into a few feet of the spiked growth, and both uh, both Coltarn and Varouche, as it stops and looks at Varouche, both of you fire at it at once, the laser bolt coming at it from the front and Coltarn firing at its back. And it just, in this, in this brief instant as bullets fly, its torso just sort of twists at almost like a 90-degree angle and tilts downward, and both shots just pass by it. Almost too fast to keep track. You sort of get that after image effect in your eyes as it moves faster than your eyes can keep it up, keep an eye on it, can keep track of it. Well, that's a lot of bullshit right there. <laughs> and then it's gonna start its multi-attack. So it will use its diving kick ability before it uses its multi-attack. So it leaps up to its movement speed towards the enemy creature. If it lands within five feet of that target, it must make a DC 12 strength save or be knocked prone. So it's going to leap 30 feet right there. And it lands next to Varouche. It needs to make a strength save. I'm assuming because it's a jump, it doesn't pass through the spiked growth, technically. Yeah. That's why it, that's why it stopped and looked for a person to jump to. I got a 12. The DC was 12. Basically done. <laughs> you are not knocked prone. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> and then it's going to attack you with its claws. That's not good. Uh, eight misses you. Uh, correct. Welcome to Stardust Vaudeville era. Does 16 hit you? Uh, 16 is my AC. You take 12 points of slashing damage. As it leaps at you with its foot outstretched, you, it crashes into you. You manage to keep your footing, and it brings its claw down. But you manage to push one aside with the with the haft of the bow. But the second one just digs into your side. Bees, you're up. Uh -huh. um, all right. So I'm also up in the tree. Yeah. Yep. Uh, okay. So I'm going to. Yeah, I'll just I'll take a shot at it. Um, right. Are you in a hunter's market, maybe? Uh, no, because then I'd have to drop a uh, spike. Okay. Uh, you know what? No, I'm going to... Let's see. Nah, I'm going to take a shot at it with my crossbow. Crosby. Haha. Okay. Um, so twenty three. Uh, can't dodge that. So yes, that hits. Uh, six points of damage, and uh, it needs to take a strength saving throw, please. Uh, 
Oh, what effect is this? Uh, gathered Swarm. I'm trying to drag it. Okay. So... It rolls a natural one. Oh. <laughs> All right, so it goes uh, 15 feet towards the center of the uh, of the swarm. I mean, towards the center of the spike growth. Five. Oops, I almost I grabbed that. Hang on. Control Z. 10, 15. Why, yes, I will roll through a 64. 15? Nice. Um... I'm going to take another take my my second attack. Mm -hmm. um, Twelve, probably not yeah. so good. So it 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 it's surprised when a bunch of bees just swarm up to it and sting it and start to drag it around and it sort of starts to thrash a little bit and then it looks up and it's glowing red cyclopean eye locks with your hive bees and the second shot it just kind of twists to the side okay oh i i would also like to make it my my favorite it's my favorite foe if i may mm -hmm. can i still do that or do i yeah. need to land another hit okay um, four I'll say damage. you could have done it on your first hit. Yeah, that, that's what I was, oh, I was hoping. So four points of damage from that, and then uh, bonus action of a third crossbow attack, thanks to Crossbow Master. Uh, damn it, another 12. Rolling yeah. on par for this campaign. So many 12s. <laughs> you, fire, you fire a particularly large weaponized bee at it, and its hand just reaches out and grasps it and crushes it. Hey! Um, Till, and that's, you're up. That's my turn. Yeah. Okay. Um, Till's going to take a shot <clears throat> with his revolver. 27 to hit. That hits, yes. Okay. <laughs> uh, nine ballistic damage, and we're going to spend a key point for stunning strike on this one. Uh, so that would be a con save. 12. That is a fail -ewer. <clears throat> um, It is, however, going to use one of its legendary resistances. Okay. Sounds good. So it is not currently stuck. Um, but I do get a second attack. 18 to hit. That would hit. However, it's going to use its reaction for swaying dodge, which includes okay. its AC. As, it, as you fire the second, as the first one hits it and it staggers for a minute and you see the red light in its eye blaze brighter than normal and then it focuses and looks up at you and you it can see your second shot coming and it fires you fire it directly at its face and it just bends like backwards like head to the ground backwards and then back up to a standing All position right. offhand pistol 22 to hit mm. uh, that will hit them even with their dodge Another five ballistic, and we will spend one more key point to attempt a stunning strike again. Fourteen. Fourteen. My, my DC is fifteen, because it's dex plus proficiency plus eight, right? Yes. Yep, because I've got a four, a three, and an eight. So stunning, yep. stunning is bad, so it will use its second and final legendary resistance <laughs> to not be stunned. Okay. <laughs> That is reasonable. And then um, 
Till's gonna lean over. Bees, you may want to call the variety of your hive back. Coltarn and Skirtolbar will have trouble getting up close to it if they have to wade through your colony. Aww. Same goes for Verouge, technically, although he may use his bow, but still. Hmm. And that's Till's turn. Hmm. Gideon. Can I drop concentration? So, it's not my turn. Sorry. Uh, I will say that you can drop concentration without an action, but for it to happen not when you take damage, it does need to be on your turn. Okay. Thanks. Um, so I cannot see the map at all. Roll funny is being a straight up asshole. Um, but mm-hmm. I can roll. So I'm I just need to know, is it far enough away from me that I can feel comfortable shooting? Uh, yeah, you can absolutely feel free to shoot it. Okay. So you're All saying right, cool. the only um, way for me to cross that spike growth is to shoot bees. <laughs> I mean, yeah, so you shoot bees and you willingly fail this con save. <laughs> but I, I, I feel like when you, when you cast a concentration spell, there is sort of a, like, you need to man up and accept the consequences for casting that spell for a bit, even if you suddenly realize you didn't want to. No, that's fine. Like I mean, I said, no, somebody 100% needs to have the tactics conversation with bees. That's, that's yeah. what's happening. I mean, this is this is how bees do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they, they are doing what bees do. <laughs> so, um, okay, uh, so I am, of course, going to uh, headshot. 27, which is not fucking surprising at all. This is this is where we have the fucking problem. Yeah, I know. You've, um, got, your, you've got your headshot on him, but hang on. I think he needs to roll stealth. I, I don't think he can make it. We can roll acrobatics, which is slightly better, but I don't think he can make it. Yeah, no. You have your headshot on him. Now you just have to hit him. All right. Uh, 19? 19 hits, and he's used his reaction, so he can't sway and dodge. Sweet. Okay. Uh, so then, also, what am I up to? Three d six now. Should be. Yeah, I believe so. Uh, so five plus twelve. Seventeen damage. Nice. Seventeen. What's that? It's Seventy something. Yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, you hit him hard. Wait. Let me six, that's what it is. Or no, three. Varouche. All right. Uh, I'm going to hit a button on my bow, and it folds back up, and I stick it on my back, pull out the heavy blade, and yeah, bonus action. They're both concentration. Shit. Um, yeah, I'm gonna. I'm going to cast Compelled Duel on this creature. 
So charisma or wisdom saving throw DC 15. Charisma save? Wisdom. Wisdom save. 17. Fuck. <laughs> so close. So close. Um, bonus action. Uh, main action, I'm going to try to incite it back at me at least. To get back or to come back over here. Um, I'm just going to yell at it loudly and then uh, take the take the heavy blade and just like slam it up against my chest to try to get its attention. Yeah. Roll, inti- roll intimidation just to see. All right. 20. Hey, it definitely seems to have noticed you. All right. Um, was that my action? Uh, I would say no, not really. I'd say that's your bonus action. No, you've already used a bonus action. Yeah, I'd say I not really. Not really. Okay. Um, then if then I'll hold my attack action if it gets closer to me. Two hits with the heavy blade. Right. Uh, Go for it. Well, it's got to get closer. Because I'm also going to yell for bees to please get rid of the other tiny bees. <laughs> the larva? The ones on the grass that are stabbing. That's still us. <laughs> you can walk on us. We won't stab you. Just kidding, Verge. We will. But yeah, I'll hold my action and it, if it comes closer. All right. Uh, and then Coltarn. So here's the thing. Um, <laughs> Can't wait to see where this goes. Spike growth normally looks like grass that's very dangerous if you can see when it's cast. In this case, it's literally just a carpet of bees hiding in the grass. So, Coltarn is assuming that bees will let him pass. Roll damage on the bees. Yeah. <laughs> Alright. How far are you going? One in? Okay. Uh, they, yeah, as soon as he starts getting stabbed, as soon as he steps into it. <laughs> you can hear a tiny chorus from your feet of, Got him! Got him! Got him! So, as he's getting stabbed, looks up at the trees. Bees! Hey, Coltarn! <laughs> and part, part, part of the reason that I say this, like, the whether or not you can drop concentration on someone else's turn is, like, one of the major debates about 5th edition because it's one of those rules situations that's not super clear. Yeah. Um, and, no, I, I mean, I, I think it's entirely fair. Uh, no, but no. for for me, it's the fact that a this is all technically supposed to be the same six seconds, mm-hmm. yeah. and and b even though you can do it 
at any time, not requiring an action. You have to do it, and your character is not doing things outside of their turn, barring their reaction. Yeah, no, this is all like in the same six-second conversation. Like, Bees is getting yelled at by Till, Varush, and Coltorn at the same time. Like, it's <laughs> yeah. a, this is a chorus. This isn't yell, yell, then yell. This is... And the and, and and the portion of B's consciousness that is under the grass is like, yeah, we're fucking this guy up. He's all over the place. <laughs> so I stop moving while they continue to like stab at my shoes. And like I, I feel like both 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 decisions from a GM are equally valid on yes, you oh, can do sure. it out of your turn and yes, you can't. But for me personally. I feel like the mechanical consequences of I can drop concentration at any point on someone else's turn become really complicated with some spells. I'm fine with it because I'm not the one getting stabbed. (laughs) (laughs) Yet. This doesn't influence me personally at this moment. Um, Yeah, so in that case, uh, whip out the revolver again. Um, Just sort of like reach over... uh, Pull out the revolver, reach down to my belt as I'm just sort of like kicking some bees off my shoes. Uh, hey, break the uh, break the barrel and apply a uh, uh, a small like disc like uh, technological device to the energy cell that's already keeping it fully re- you know fully charged and loaded at all times. Click it back up, pull the hammer back, aim, fire. Right. fire. Yeah. And I'm I'm going to be casting chromatic bullet at second level. Heck yeah. So assuming that this hits anyways. Twenty nine to hit. Which I'm assuming yeah, that'll hit. that will definitely hit, yes. All right. Uh, this is going to be uh, lightning damage. So there's just a almost a bolt of lightning that fires out with the bullet, with the magical arcane bullet. Uh, as I heal, eleven lightning damage, eight ballistic. Nice. That's and nineteen. Then... Um, so bonus action, wait, hang on, is it, I'm trying to see what the actual action economy of chromatic bullet is. I think it's, I don't know if it's a bonus action or not. No, it's an action. Okay. So that's my turn because I can't use my, but I can't use my second attack because. You used your action to cast a spell, yeah. I actually cast a spell, yeah. Probably cast a spell shooting. Um, so yeah, that's it. Kendall. Oh, uh, Tolbar, right. Tolbar's going to move over to Varush. Oh, yes. Kendall will, um... Yep. Uh, is going to... We're just going to go simple and we're just going to Eldritch Blast. All right. <laughs> oh, no. Ah, yes. <laughs> yes, simple and clean. This is gonna I'm hurt. going to apologize. I've been dealing with shit, so... Mm-hmm. 
If I've missed something important, that's fine because this. No, I said I said oh no because I realized you have repelling blast. Yes. And he's standing in spiked growth. This is true. Uh, Fifteen, and if that hits, that's twelve damage. Fifteen does not hit. Okay. Well, fine. I didn't want to do twelve damage anyways. Well, then a nine's definitely. You know what? No, Kendall doesn't want to look dumb in front of everybody. I'm going to use inspiration. That's not better. <laughs> so you fire. Of course, you, why would it be? You you fire these two beams of of pinkish eldritch energy at it, and they seem to be dead on for its torso. But again, it just kind of does the the agent like not even like the neo matrix, like the agent matrix thing, where its torso just kind of moves independently of its legs and just avoids it. Well. That's my turn. Mistle. I mean, I guess I could, like, face step right down to it. <laughs> if I really wanted Till to have a heart attack. Mistle. just miss from range. No, I'm fine. Mistle would like to sneak attack this guy. Well, you don't have anyone near it. And it has very clear vision of everyone around. You're well, then also, she's just you're going to hurt it. Near it. Uh, she is going to use fast flying to get over to it faster. Right. Stop character sheet. Sorry. You could you could use your fast flying. You could also just use your bonus action to dash. Um. You should be able to make it. In one go, you're only thirty feet away. Yeah, I'll go ahead. Oh, no, no, actually, you don't even need. Yeah, you don't even need to dash. You can just fly. Uh, well, I'm just gonna fly then. Hello. <laughs> Sorry, my character sheet's being a butt. There we go. Does twenty five hit? It does. It can't do anything. Really like hope that. so. And as she approaches it, she does say, hello. <laughs> you don't have the sneak attack, but the 11 piercing okay. damage. And can I do my other attack? Yep. Awesome. 22. Uh, 22 also hits, yes. Or three more. As you rush in behind it and sort of gouge it across its back twice, it sort of spins around. You get the feeling it might have had its attention robbed by someone getting up in front of it, Baruch. Yeah. On its turn. Does compelled duel break when someone attacks it? He it didn't it didn't succeed it compelled, oh. it, the same on the compelled duel. He just yeah. tried to intimidate it into coming at it, but then someone else came up and hit it in melee. Yeah. So, it is going to do its multi-attack. Mr. Attack with be the ball. That's a seven, which misses Mistle. You can dodge hey. a wrench, you can dodge a claw. And another seven, which misses Mistle. Hey! Having an off night, are we? Uh, as you... It's as, it, as it As it swipes both times with its claws, and you, you avoid it twice... 
and you say that at it, its foot comes up in a backspring no. kick as you need to make a strength save. No. It still is strong. He still Oof. is not strong. <laughs> it's so so, oh no. Mistle goes sunk. <laughs> yeah. So its foot comes up, and in this weird moment of defying physics, it pushes off of you as if you were something sturdy enough to hold its weight. But at the same time, it also shoves you with it as it goes flying away from you, and also you get shoved into the spiked growth. <laughs> Her, you are pushed 10 feet away from it and take two spaces of spike growth damage. Now, now hold on. Now, kill uh, Mr. Craig. No, hold, no, now hold on. <laughs> you didn't. Now, does it specifically say is moved horizontally because you did not let me pull down the floating? Um, I did actually let you pull him down. No, 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 no. The big one that was you said was already touching the ground. I was allowed to pull it down two inches. The xenomorph, the the um, gnome one, you said I wasn't allowed to pull down to the ground. And I would I would say that Mistel is the same amount of, of distance off the ground as the, the floating gnome mind flare. This is fair. I will say then, because it has to angle it down, that you only get five feet of push on that. Okay, that, that seems like... Do I still take two damage? You still take the 2d4 worth of damage. Okay. Five. Four. You take oh, five points of damage. Five points. The, okay, uh, gotcha. I, I'm I'm sorry. The bees that are stinging you have no idea it's you and are just like, yeah. <laughs> bees. But okay, it, it does, however, uh, leap up to its movement speed away from the target, which means it actually lands in the tree among the three of you. You have As a first okay. backspring kick. And does the demonic Obi-Wan Kenobi, hello there. <laughs> well, it, it's more just like the uh, the predator hello. noise, just the, 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 click, the clicking growl. Bees, it's your turn. Fantastic. All right. You can now choose to drop concentration if you so desire without taking an action. Uh, yeah, uh, but I can do that at the end of my turn, right? Yeah. Okay, cool. Um... So is it next to me in that if I move, it will do things to me? Yes, all three of you are technically within five feet of it. Um, okay, hear me out on this one. If I let go of the tree, am I moving of my own volition or is gravity doing the work? You know exactly where you are going. <laughs> okay, fair. <laughs> um. Let's see. Also, I will already, say that also I will... we've already ruled that involuntary movement doesn't matter with with uh, spike growth. So, no, he's talking about the reaction attack. Yeah, from yeah the... I, was, I was talking about reaction attack. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will say that you don't expend any movement for that fall. You just fall. Yeah, but I would fall on my own spike growth. So, <laughs> <laughs> and onto his claws. Um. Well, I'm gonna get clawed one way or the other. So, um, or another. Now, oh no, never mind. Um, yeah, I think I'm just gonna. So I would roll. I would roll an attack against myself if I drop out of the tree, right? You would roll damage, yes, against yourself. Can I jump to here, to the ground there? 
jump 15 feet down? Uh, make me an athletics check if you succeed, and yeah. Sure. Athletics it's not a hard one. Ac- uh, acrobatics, yeah. It's not a hard one. You're moving five feet. Well, harder than I thought, an eight. It's still enough. The DC was eight. Okay, fair. Um, all right, so the, the hive armor sort of clatters down. You um, do have or take falling damage because you yeah. you were 15 feet up. So you take, yeah. uh, it's ten, every 10 feet, so you take a D6 of falling damage. Okay. So three. you take three points of falling damage and make a concentration say. Uh, oh, fuck. I didn't think this through. <laughs> yeah, that means I'm role-playing well. <laughs> um... Make a con save. The DC is ten. Oh, uh, it's a you it, made it it. actually. Yeah, that's a twenty. Yeah, I, I I did a roll instead of a save, but it's the same for me. Um, okay, so then I'm going to does that does that use up uh, any of my movement five just the five movement? just the five feet okay. to clear it. The fall is right. the fall is the fall. One, two. Although, yeah, that will provoke the attack opportunity. Hyperush, <laughs> as, as, as the Hyperumer falls down, I think with the landing, some of it is, well, let's find out how bad it fucks me up as I jump. Uh, uh, for, 24. For 12 slashing damage. Does okay, he have Sentinel? Yeah. He does not. Okay. He is slightly stronger than a normal version of this trooper, but he does not have feats. I thought he had two. I mean, he has them, but they're just, you got a claws at the end now, yeah. Um. All right, uh, so I will get to there. Um. And sort of standing behind Tilbar and Varouche. Uh, we'll look back and then I'm going to do um, uh, Thorn Whip. <laughs> you can try and yank this 18. bastard out of a tree. <laughs> uh, that would hit, but it has its reaction back. So it uses its reaction to. Uh, nope, nope, God. nope. It, nope, it used reaction oh, no, you to are, hit me. You are correct. It did. That does hit. Weird demon trooper, come on down. <laughs> so it is yanked out of the tree. How far? Uh, 10 feet, I believe. Thorn Whip, I think, is 10 feet. Yeah. Yeah. There it goes. And falls. So it um, pulled the creature. Yeah, 10 feet closer to you. So it will take the falling damage. And a one square of, I assume, from the landing one square of uh it's on the periphery but yeah go ahead okay uh, so, eight damages um and then i need it's to roll not looking damage. good six six more points of 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 uh, uh damage from thorn whip it is not looking good um another one point of damage from favorite foe uh and then make a uh, strength save please Strength save. 18. Uh, that, that saves. Okay. Um, all right. I think that's all I got. It is looking very bad. Till if you somehow do not kill it on your turn, I will be very surprised. Well, I'm going to assume. Wait, 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 wait. I dropped concentration. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes, you dropped concentration. 
the bees sort of swarm up out of the um uh, out of the out of the grass uh clusters of them go oh hey mistle oh hey Kildar! as they swarm back to the <laughs> so uh 31 for 11 points of ballistic it had three hit points left <laughs> or four <laughs> so yeah just how do you want to do this uh back of the head and the bullet comes out that red eye co- yeah. going forward yeah mm-hmm. and then yeah so it, it lands on the ground sort of halfway in the spike growth and it looks up at bees with this sort of hatred glowing out of its red eyes and then the glass shatters as a bullet flies through the front of it and it just collapses forward the bees immediately swarm into the hole Hey, slow down. Wait a minute. Back out. Looking like two dozen chastened budding <laughs> children, they sort of slump out. <laughs> Holster the revolver and head over towards it. Stopping to help Mistle up. Thank you, Goldtarn. Kick it over so it's laying on its back. Is it dead? Miss Fairchild, do you want to just hold on? Hard to find out. I'm good. Mister will follow Col- Coltarn over there. Crouch down next to it and begin an examination. Roll medicine or investigation or arcana or religion. One of those. Investigation. Plus. While he's doing that, I'm going to take a quick look around and make sure that's the only one we draw, Drew in. <laughs> Uh, looking around, there does not appear to be anything other than that that is closing on you. Would there be any interest in a technology role, by the way? Not in this particular case. Okay. Like, there is technology on it, but that's not what you're looking for. 25. So with the 25, you notice a few interesting things about this creature. First off, the, the cyclopean eye is dead center and not in the space where anyone with like actual like humanoid eyes would be able to see out of and that's because its face has been melded together it uh, it did actually just have one central cyclopean eye that it was seeing out of um you notice that it no longer has a mouth so like this examination so the 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 the, the omni tool that's strapped to his arm has stopped like lighting up and as he crouches down next to it he sort of twists his wrist and flicks a finger and as he does the uh the the bits on the hand that were forming the taser just sort of and just fold out into a variety of tools so sort of like uh sort of like edward edward scissor hands but it's like edward uh toolkit hand um, edward edward leatherman hands yeah edward leatherman <laughs> Um, I'm pretty sure that was my coach in high school. <laughs> uh, and so, like, sort of like using the using the tools to using the tools to interact with it as he does, like, sort of like running a running a, like a, a like a small like a small pen knife along so the you, edge to see that it's all melded together. And yeah, so you learn that it does only have the one eye. It does not ha- have a mouth anymore. Um. What looks it like it looks like it still has the skull structure that would include a jaw, but it's entirely grown over with demonic flesh. Um, which is probably why it can make noises but can't really talk. Um, 
it does not have arms past the elbow. The cybernetic grafts are replacing what would have been its forearms and hands. Idly, as he's examining, Coltar just goes, had no mouth, but still could scream. Um, its body, as you take a look at it, is straining the confines of its equipment. Like, you can see bits of its musculature are sort of, like, stretching the fabric and, like, pushing against the metal material of the of its of its equipment which implies to you that it has been growing larger and more powerful than its standard designation potentially off of the things it's been killing is there like a um on the gauntlets is there a seam or like a like a construction seam where it was put together it's more like a weld line where it's like melded into its into its into its into its upper arm Clicking the tool or clicking the omni tool around just like a blowtorch. Could I undo that weld line and see if I can pull apart one of the gauntlets? Yeah. So if you as you as you sort of like undo the seam and like pull the arm off, there's just like a string of cybernetics that comes out of the stump of its upper arm that was connecting it to its nervous structure. <laughs> and yeah, I'm just basically sort of breaking apart. I wanna like sort of break apart the, the gauntlet and see what what the construction inside that is if it was actually technology or if it's just like a really weird arm uh it looks like a it looks to be a, a style of magitech as you break it open there's there's a few like electronic circuits and conductors in here but it all seems to be centered around what looks to be a uh a uh a refracting gemstone so it's not like it's not like it's using this entire blaster is powered in electronically it looks like it's it's focusing using technology to focus the magical essence of the fiend to form that blaster. So with that sort of cursory examination, um, the, uh, the, that gem in the middle of the, that gem in the middle of the arm, would that be like a, like a structural weak point or like a power source? Like if that was broken, would the gauntlet work at all? Uh, the claws would still function, but you suspect the blaster functionality would, would cease to work. Okay, which it didn't so, use at all in that fight because it got very close. So, like the um, what I'm finding with this particular style of technology is that the power source and the ability to utilize the weapon aren't necessarily inherently one to one. Like it'll still be active without the power source, just not as effective. Yeah, you suspect the power source was the body of the creature. Yeah, yeah, and the the gem is sort of ancillary to the. Yeah, the, the gem was, as far as you can tell, was basically a focusing iris for its energies yeah. to turn its energies into a blast. Cool, cool, cool. <sighs> so, preliminary findings. These creatures are a blending of fiendish energy and magic technology along with the humanoid form. The longer they live, the larger they grow. And theoretically, the more powerful they become. So the longer they hang around, the older ones are going to be more powerful than the younger ones. This technology is put together to supplement and enhance the creatures. It's a part of them. It's powered by them. So there are ways you can damage it without and make it less useful but ultimately even if we were to render the blasters in, in the blaster of saft portion of it uh, deactivated it would still be able to use the claws which we didn't even didn't even use the blasters during the fight so no no relying on weak points there the helmet was its the helmet 
and seems like the rest of the outfit is largely fused with the body, so it's not... It's not wearing a helmet. The helmet is its head. So, expect similar works on others. I don't think we can repurpose any of the technology for weaponry or our own use, but I could use it for scrap and repurpose it for something else. Hmm. Altar? Yes? Is it dead? Yes. Mr. will fly over and kick it in the side. <laughs> and just yell, that's what you get! And spit on it. Hey, Mistel. Yeah. Did we sting you? Yeah, you hurt me. We we thought that was you. Here's some honey. Thank you. Sorry, we stung you. You That's shouldn't have been right. on us, though. It kicked me. Okay. Hey, Coltarn. Yes. Did we sting you? Yes. Your feet taste bad. Here's some honey. Thank you. I you I give six points to. Coltarn and five to Mistle. Uh, in the future, bees. Uh, while that is a very useful tactic, maybe not in an area where people need to get up close to the enemy. Okay. Maybe don't get up close where I'm hunting. Where we're hunting. We explicitly set an ambush so that we could all jump on it from multiple sides, bees. Well, some of us were in trees. Yes, and some of us weren't. Well, we thought everybody was going to be in trees. Good time to possibly use that spell, bees, as if, say, we're being chased by something. If you leave some bees behind, that would be the best option then. Okay. I appreciate the enthusiasm. So Till's going to try and help Kendall down from the tree. Probably just Princess carry her down to the ground. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, right. <laughs> Otherwise, that would have been kind of awkward. Right. Uh, uh, actually, she would have wasted a spell slot and just flown down. Right. Still have yeah. face mm-hmm. That is also true. Doesn't mm-hmm. require a spell. Yeah, but also being carried down like a princess... I mean, yeah, there's From admittedly not unattractive. <laughs> well, I think that went fairly well. Taking All things considered. Yes, and useful information. Till, till very determinedly not making eye contact with the camera lens. <laughs> Put um, the camera lens on its head. <laughs> I was, I was no, no, of 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 Kendall, Kendall taking selfies down. on the way down from the tree. <laughs> you know that just makes the selfie look better. Yeah, he doesn't know. <laughs> he has no idea. He's of the opinion that if he ignores it, it might go away. <laughs> he is wrong. <laughs> if he ignores no, that, it, it that, makes that, the image cooler. Yeah, that, that makes that makes the image look that much cooler. <laughs> Yeah, that dramatic at camera angle. Taking the taking the um the the busted open piece that I that I took. Um, comparing this to the technology that we've seen around town so far, I'm I'm assuming it's vastly different. It is more advanced, but not 
but not like unbelievably so like if you were to compare the level of technology that you've seen in the city it's it's sort of like cutting edge and highly advanced versions of that versus the technology that you saw from those villagers which is literally medieval how is it like um like on a galactic scale where would this where would this way uh relatively low tech but kind of barbaric so looking at it like trolls trolls can make like implanted weapons just fine and don't need to lop an entire arm off for it for instance yeah just does it have a does it have a feel for like zarhemian technology in it or is it just zarhemian powered in this case it definitely does not look like zarhemian technology uh zarhemian zarheim technology um you know zarheim technology when you see it yeah yeah we want to drag this back and let Jasira have a look at it. I don't know if she'd be able to tell us much more. It might be inspired by Zarheim tech, though, all things considered. Yeah. We don't really, I mean, we could do an, anatom- an anatomical breakdown of it, but I don't think that would be very useful. Mostly what we're interested in isn't this isn't the fiendish aspects of it. It's the, it's the, the things have been applied to it, how it was put together. I need to be right back, so you guys talk amongst yourselves for a minute. All right. I imagine the fiendish aspect of it is that it continues to grow stronger the longer it lives, which... But... The technology is not fiendish. It's not from Zarheim. It might might be inspired by it, but it's not Zarhemian. Not even particularly advanced as far as the galactic scale. It's particularly advanced for this planet, but... Well, then, do we want to slap it on the hood of Varusha's vehicle and parade back to town and get an investigation at the castle? We do need to go to the palace and take our investigation. We should probably take it with us. I don't know what this body would do, just left to rot. Nothing good. No. See if we find someone to get it cleansed. Excellent. We're gonna. Hold, I'm just gonna put the. I'm gonna put the the arm that I. Actually, hold on one second. Um, and go over to it. Pull out the. Uh, let's hold. Actually, hold the arm. Hold, pull the arm out. Hold it out. Uh, those of you that are squeamish, maybe look away a bit. And um, with Tolbar's help, I'm going to without breaking it pull the the gauntlet off the other arm so I have one intact and one broken apart. These are happy to help you if you need help. It is basically the equivalent of ripping someone's arm off. Hold With, on. Using a blade. Cutting someone's arm off. <laughs> Technically you rolled a nine there for whatever that's worth. That is true. Because she 100% did not look away, but she is a thousand percent squeamish. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, there is there's no vomit. There's just a small squeaking sound. It's the cat about to vomit sound. <laughs> no, it's more of the like pseudo whimper fright moment. 
the the this creature's blood is like ichor black and does not smell good. Mm, that's upsetting. Grab the. Bill just kind of reaches out and pats her on the shoulder a little bit. Wrap the gauntlet up. Strap it. Strap the broken one onto that. Wrap it up so it's all in one package. Put it away in a bag. Wrap the stumps of the arms so that they stop ickering all over the place. And then we load it into whatever trunk we have. My hood's fine. <laughs> we load it onto <laughs> the hood. Put but if we put it on the hood, Varush, then the smell will be drifting back to us. As we drive. go fast enough. That'll just make the smell come faster. That's how physics works. <laughs> I have, I have I mean, a holy air freshener. We'll be fine. He wants a demon hood ornament. God damn it. If we put it in the back, the smell will you be You make sacrifices for us. aesthetics sometimes. It's fine. I You're driving my... back with a demon hood ornament. Yep. I reach over to the shoulder. I detach part of the, uh, part of the Omni tool. I put it over my face. I have my rebreather <laughs> on. <laughs> At also least... doesn't bug me because I've got a four foot long uh, snorkel that I can use. Right, yeah, you can just trail that out the side and you're fine. You Verush and Coltarn are acting like windbreaks for anybody sitting in the back, <laughs> so the smell just like hits and then flies off to the side. <laughs> but yeah. Get it back to the truck and drive back. So yeah, you return back to town. Uh, and yeah, the the smell is like there is a there is a certain truth that driving driving with something in front of you will, will put the smell on you, but when you hit a certain speed, it doesn't linger very long. So you just end with the two of you acting literally as windbreaks. It is it is enough to get by it. We're crop dusting demon smell through the forest. <laughs> you absolutely are. That place will never be the same again. <laughs> How, uh, Baruch, how did you strap it to the front? Uh, carefully with rope. <laughs> no, I mean, how did you strap it to the front? <laughs> like, how's it positioned? Oh, just laying across, like, like you would on the back. Uh, it's just laying on its stomach. <laughs> you didn't, you didn't, like, you know, tie the legs underneath the hood so it looks like you hit it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't. No. Yeah, you drive your way back. It's again, you're on, you're in a la you're in a fast land vehicle. It takes like twenty minutes to get back to town. Jesus, go! Oh. There's kids playing outside my window. I heard that scream. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah. go ahead. Mm -hmm. Did we have an appointment time set for? Yes, uh, doing a, they're doing a preliminary sweep of the palace, and then they'll be ready to take us through. So we've still got a little bit of time. That took that was less. That took less time than expected. We had anything we wanted to accomplish in town before we go to the palace. Anything you wanted to buy? Uh, actually, do they sell ammo clips here? Yeah, there's a military surplus. 
Yeah, they do have. Uh, they they have magazines that will fit your weapons. They won't be perfect, but they'll do. Okay. You can get normal. You can get normal ammo without issue, but you can't really get any hot shot ammo here. He's not looking for anything fancy. He just wants uh, four clips of regular. <laughs> yeah. Could I turn? Do. Could I turn the ammo they have into hot shot? Probably with time. Damn. Do they have any Colbrax here? Uh, actually, yes. Hmm. Because this—that's the part of part of the part of the culture that crashed here was originally orcish, and the Colbrack is about as is about as old as orcs have been spacefaring. I see the Colbrack. I want it. I look at my I look at my money bag. I can't afford it. Shit. <sighs> Another time. Uh, if I can. What kind of uh, are the all the? Do they have shields here? Yeah, they are have they shields. They also have. Them? They also have riot shields. Okay. Do they by chance have breaching shields? That's what I mean by riot shield. Yes, they do okay. have breaching shields. Yeah. Then I'll, I will grab one of those. Yeah, I've got fourteen gold, which is not enough to buy the hundred twenty-five gold oracle. <laughs> How much can I sell my other guns for? <laughs> I so <laughs> before you do that, I have two machine guns that I'm not using. <laughs> Unless anybody doesn't want those, we call them Dez and Troy. <laughs> yeah. um, unless you unless you really want to like haggle with an individual merchant, I will just generally apply the you can sell it for half the market price. Yeah. So that'd be. Well, 15. I was going to hand them over so that. Uh, Coltarn doesn't have to part with his precious firearms. I'm trying to buy a precious firearm. Pair of machine guns would go for a hundred gold together. Then, if we're going for half price, yeah. And a sawn-off yes. shotgun would go for oh, a sawn-off shotgun would go for seventy-five. No, not less than that. No, uh, 60, 65. 60, 61, 62 Yeah. <laughs> 62. 62 gold, 5 silver. So that'll be enough. Yeah, okay. So I will sell my son off, my old son off shotgun and the two machine guns. Unless anybody wants a machine gun. No, nope, I'm good. I think Varush and I are the only ones that could use the machine gun, so... I can use a machine gun, but I'm good with my revolvers okay. right now. Um, I do want a heavy machine gun at some point, but... Today is not the day. Uh, you and me both. <laughs> right? <laughs> put my put my repeating fire uh, infusion on a heavy machine gun and just go to town. <laughs> what jam? This never jams. <laughs> There's no bullets. They're fake. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, I will. I, so that'll get that will get 162 gold plus five silver, and then I will use 125 of that. To buy an orc colbrack, which I will then uh, later swap my repeating infusion to after I do some. You modifications. have you have you have purchased the deagle of the setting, except it's a deagle made by orcs who can actually handle the recoil. <laughs> I have an orc colbrack now, and some extra gold to modify it with later. Uh, so that's now I have to do math. Hang on. 
roll. Kendall's going bracelet shopping. Mister, we'll come with. Yay! I have thirty. You can find a surprising variety of bracelets here, and most of them are unique styles that you won't find anywhere on the galactic market, which has you know been standardized. Uh, buying. Are any of them mistal sized? They don't have. I feel a like lot all of, of them are mistal sized, as long as you're willing to wear it as a belt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or a necklace. Mm-hmm. <laughs> can like, they, yeah, you can you can find you can find a lot of bracelets that you could wear as a necklace. Yeah. Okay, she'll do that then. Is there any chance that there are any clothing stores that would have anything that would fit mistal here? Ooh, you yeah. could find a doll clothing store. No, she has, no, like, one outfit. We are going to an actual clothing store and they will be sizing something for her. Okay. This is retail therapy time. Like, Kendall (laughs) will notice Mitchell has, like, one outfit that she constantly is watching. Yeah. Because nothing fits her. Yes. Yes. No, no. We're going, we're going to get you some things. Okay. So we're going shopping. Yep. So you find you find the tailor, which is you know you can find one in this city. There are several. It's a relatively large city, um, and you enter and and ask for uh, a an outfit to be tailored to Mistel's size, and they sort of look and we can certainly do that. Um, what style are you looking for? She'll kind of panic look to look at Kendall. She doesn't know. Kendall um, will clothing? go. I've got this. And Kendall will go. I like blues. Got it. Super into fashion stuff that, as you can see, I am a fashion maven myself. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) But but are you looking for something more utilitarian, more flowy, more like... All of the above. There will be more than one outfit purchased. Okay. So, um, Kendall is continuing her apology the best way she knows how, which is by forgiveness. <laughs> Mistel is fine with this. So, no money at the problem till it goes away. Yeah, there's, there's there's an amount of there's an amount of price markup that goes with having to tailor something so unique, fine. but at the same time, there's so much less material. Right. So any outfit that you buy would actually only be about uh, half the market price for okay. the, like, for the full size outfit. So like probably like a couple travelers clothes equivalents for utility stuff, at least four or five fine clothes sets. Do you get her any like, dresses? Because yeah. she's never had a dress before. Absolutely. Fuck okay. yes. Okay, she'll get really excited. Yes. Time, by the way. Yeah, I'm aware. But I just want to get this one thing. So yeah, yeah. you'll... Uh, so you get, like, there's one that's, like, a very utilitarian sort of, like, smaller rendition of the of the kind of outfit that the Nocturne military wears, which is this very, like, utilitarian, like, uh, um... Uh almost like a a very tight uh cloth almost like a turtleneck with like no sleeves mm-hmm. and with like suspenders over like utility like uh 
military cargo pants kind of style with some with some nice solid boots perfect uh and then you get like some very like elegant looking dresses of a variety of styles mm-hmm. but, like what would be in real world considered european and also asiatic yeah some formal stuff some casual lounging stuff like stuff that you can just wear out that look that is for lack of a better way to put it rich person clothing yeah like yeah the when whole these are made like the first thing that she wears is like the fanciest dress perfect with, like, the necklace and everything and her hair done up and everything perfect no it's not buying anything for me you're not there otherwise she would <laughs> and also you've made no indication that there's still a problem kendall <laughs> thinks that was all resolved oh i know also you don't wear clothes also you don't wear clothes maybe if someone asked you're never gonna have came along every bee in like a tiny little bow tie yeah no do it till till is yeah just so y'all know next episode yeah just so y'all know next episode bees is gonna do nothing but bitch until kendall kendall buys them clothes (laughs) and there will be clothes bought Yeah, with with the shopping achieved and with and with Mistel acquiring a good number of extra outfits to wear, uh, that's where we'll go ahead and end for the week. Say goodbye, everybody. Bye. 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 Goodbye.